everyone? Tyler Tambali here, a.k.a. Totag and Tambo. You can find me on Twitter, at Totag and Tambo. Hit me up there if you have any questions. But we're back. Football's back. Back on the Mayo Media Network, bringing you guys the prize pick show. Going to do a little DraftKings breakdown, talking all things Thursday night football. Then later, we'll get to a little bit of the main slate thoughts as far as DraftKings is concerned. But myself, Mayo, will be doing our live show chat on Friday, so we'll talk more about that later. If you guys haven't yet signed up at PrizePix, go to prizepix.com. Use that promo code MMN. Get yourself 100% up to $100 on your first deposit. If you're here for the first time, appreciate you joining us. Smash that like button. Hit that subscribe in the bottom right corner, bringing you tons of free shows across the board on the Mayo Media Network. I'm excited to be back. Like I said, we're going to be doing this every week. Just to give you guys an idea of what we'll be doing, I'll break it down here for you. We are going to be talking the Thursday night football slate. We're going to talk a couple of prize picks. We're going to go into some DraftKings thoughts, strategies, plays, maybe things that you like there. Uh, You can always ask me on Twitter if you guys have any questions later on. But like I said, more shows throughout the week. And then also going to go, like I said, later into the main slate, just a little bit where we can break it down for you there. Talk a little bit more on Friday when we have more updates on injuries, depth charts. Again, it is week one, so excited to be back. But with that comes a lot of variants, a lot of different things that we have to be on top of. So without further ado, guys, let's dive right in. We're going to talk about this game tomorrow. This is being recorded Wednesday night. As of right now, we've got some of the up-to-date news, which is good, but we're going to be talking Buffalo Bills versus the Los Angeles Rams. It's got a total of 52. Right now, we've got the Bills favored by two and a half. So if you like them by a field goal or more, that's the way to go for this game. I think that's the popular route. We'll talk more on that in a second. Uh, Big news came out today, so we did get the news on Van Jefferson for the Rams. He will be out. So that's something we were waiting on to see because when we talk strategy later for DraftKings, things like that, you're going to also want to know who can you plug in for him, who are some of the value plays, guys that you can use like that. But let's dive into the prize picks first. And if you guys watched any of the stuff we did here last year, you know me, you know I like a good over. I think the unders are obviously sharper at times. And there's times, you know, look, they start with zero. Why not hop on the under? But for this week, week one, don't know as much, so I'm trying to get after where I think we can get some extra extra variance from in our favor. So just looking at it from that perspective, I'm going to go at two receivers, two overs in this game. First off, Gabriel Davis. He's on prize picks right now over 56 and a half. That number is climbing everywhere. So if you want, you can pause this video, stop, go get these in right after I get through them. Put these two together. I'm going to put 100 bucks on this. The power play sets up for a 3x payout on prize picks, and I'll get 3-1 to if both of these overs hit, hopefully when both of these overs hit. But for me, Gabriel Davis over 56.5, climbing at other books. Last year during the playoffs, he performed quite nicely, including a four-touchdown game with over 200 yards. I don't expect that, but most of the games around it had 40, 45-type yards in them, and he had a lot more, Josh Allen, I should say, had a lot more mouths to feed last year. In this case, Gabriel Davis steps up, wide wide receiver two, Every down back, he's able to get in there and do his thing. So I like him for the game tomorrow over 56 and a half. On the other side, with that Van Jefferson news, you can still hop in and get it. That's why I want you to pause, get over to Prize Picks, use that promo code MMN. If you're not already signed up, get on there and use it. Allen Robinson over 57 and a half. Feel like it's the same situation on the other side of the ball. Now with Van Jefferson out, I know for DraftKings later, we may talk some different stuff when it comes to the value plays based on the salary and the pricing. But for prize picks, that's the beauty in it. You're just picking the props, knowing the yardage, knowing the overs, the numbers, over or under, I should say. And for this case, I like both the overs. So Gabriel Davis over 56 and a half. 
Allen Robinson on the other side, over 57 and a half. Very similar number. If you guys haven't also checked it out too, one of the big things right now, if you're a new customer, so again, using that promo code MMN, get yourself, put a hundred bucks on, get a hundred bucks free. It's a hundred percent up to your first hundred dollars. Take the full advantage. They do have a special promotion. Tom Brady over a half yard passing yard. So obviously a no a no brainer. You're going to get free money there. So you can pile that into it as well. You can get after it there. Uh, build that into it. I believe it will let you go to the power play of 5x then. So why not just put that in and you get 500 bucks for that. So check that out. I'm going to dive in now to the DraftKings segment. Do a lot of different stuff with this over on rumpuresports.com. I'll talk more about that after. But just looking at the slate for tomorrow, we're, we're talking showdown. So it's a different game on DraftKings. You've got the captain slot up top. It's one and a half price the salary. It's one and a half the points that you receive for those that are new. So important to keep that in mind. That's why I said earlier, some of these value plays will look better on DraftKings because the price savings with a guy like Van Jefferson out, you got Tutu Atwell. You've got Ben Scournick. You've got guys like Bryce Hopkins at the tight end position. You've got a lot cheaper options if you want different pass catchers that you can play in lieu of Van Jefferson being out. So keep that in mind over there. That's some ways to go about it. But the biggest strategy piece I think up front is thinking about always how is the rest of the slate building. And for this game tomorrow, with it being a 52-point total, two high-powered offenses, again, they have good defenses too, don't forget, but just keep in mind what people are thinking in the general public, you have Two high-powered offenses, a big total, and a tight spread. It's a a two-and-a-half-point favor for the Bills, in favor of the Bills. So if you look at it from that perspective, I can see it now, early ownership projections, things like that that I'm looking at. You can see it where everyone's going with Stafford, Allen, Cup, Diggs, and then secondary, they're going to the guys I liked above in the prize picks with Davis and with Robinson. So if you know everybody's doing that, that tells me a couple things. One, people think it's going to be a very pass-heavy game. You could expect that. You should. This is two teams that could go back and forth. But on DraftKings, if you're playing something like the $10 Millionaire Maker tomorrow, where it's 355,000 entrants, I would look to take on a little bit more risk. Take some stands. Maybe don't play Cooper Cup in the captain. Even though he looks like a slam dunk, it's not always the the case or the truth. You guys know that if you've played this in the past. I would look at what I'm seeing there. I named all those names, quarterbacks, pass catchers, So what I might look at is the tight ends. And what I'm talking about there is you've got Higby for the Rams. I talked about Hopkins earlier as a a backup backup, but just to say you've got other options there. And then on the other side of the ball, you've got Dawson Knox. By the way, both Dawson Knox and Higby just signed two pretty big contracts. So they're going to want to prove their worth, I think. I think they're very interesting. You have Tommy Sweeney for very cheap and behind him. If you played any type of showdown last year, you'll remember in these island games, playing these showdown slates especially, it was always the backup tight end that was stealing the thunder. So that's ways that you can get guys that are very low owned down there, a way to separate your roster in a $10 with 355,000 people. So keep that in mind. And then you look at it from the other perspective. I still haven't named a running back and there's a lot of uncertainty. So on the Ram side, the uncertainty is Akers. Is he healthy? He's splitting it with Daryl Henderson Jr. They've got uh, other backup there. It's Kyron Williams. So you're looking at it from that perspective on one side. And then on the other side, you go back to set it up where you've got Singletary. 
And Singletary is the guy that people aren't talking enough about, even though he was pretty incredible. If you go back to last season and just look at what he did, he had himself a great end of the season. He got so many opportunities and he was getting opportunities through the air as well. And DraftKings, of course, a full PPR site, get one point per reception. So you could actually have a scenario where Josh Allen to Diggs is very popular, but you could still put a guy like Singletary into the stack or leave Diggs out of it and just use those two and hope that they both run a touchdown in because we know Josh Allen is dual threat. And you have a guy like Singletary who, again, like I said, was getting those opportunities and even getting some shots through the air. Six, five, four, few different times last year that he got that type of target number going into the playoffs and that sort of run. So I think that's where you can get different on this slate. Just talking some grand scheme overview strategy stuff. Again, when you're using these strategies, make sure you're building to a game script. It's very basic stuff, but this is week one. So maybe some new listeners, guys watch, guys and girls watching the show where I can give you guys some ideas like this. I just think it's important to remember if all the field is playing quarterbacks and the wide receivers that are popular in the captain slot, you're going to get guys like Higby, Dawson Knox, uh, Akers, those guys in that 5% somewhere above or below, but not 10 to 15 or 15 to 20% like some of those other guys that I was mentioning earlier. So that's a way that you can level up in these tournaments where you're getting unique and different, but not getting too cute. So I think that's important to remember. All right. So that was the captain slot. We put our focus there first. Like I said, that's kind of the funny part about showdown, right? A lot of times people are looking for this diamond in the rough, or if I just play this one guy, he's going to come through and win me the whole slate. Not thinking particularly about just ways to get different on the slate without, like I said, getting too cute or going too far off the board. You have a situation for this very game where not many people are playing tight ends or running backs in the captain slot. And we could definitely see a game script that flips. So with that said, a couple more notes that I want to add. One thing, one last thing, I guess, on the captain slot. A lot of people want to play the same cheap guy. It doesn't have to be the same guy, I guess, or a cheap guy, I should say, where they say, okay, I've got Isaiah McKenzie this week. I can go plug him in for super cheap, throw him up in the captain. It allows me to fit everything. Here's the problem with that, especially in a field as large as tomorrow's $10 with 355,000 people up top. Everyone that puts in McKenzie, not everyone, but a lot, are very likely to then go put in Cup, Allen, Stafford, and whoever fits. You put yourself in a position to be in a, a big duplicate or chop situation because you've got the same type of build as everyone else. Now, ways to do it differently would be to play it that way and leave more money on the table. So maybe build the best Isaiah McKenzie lineup if you like him and the captain, put in everybody that I just said, fill it out, and then maybe take Cooper Cup and just drop them down to Allen Robinson and leave all that money on the table. That's an example where you're getting different, but you're alleviating some of those duplications because most are, are playing it with Cup because he fits. You can now play it without him. I know it's a long shot, but you could see a game where Allen Robinson beats Cooper Cup on one given slate, one game. So that's just a way to get a little bit different there. Moving on from the captain slot, just what I would say like this is, if you're gonna like just because you you don't want if you want to go my way and maybe you don't want to go as heavy with Cup and with Allen and guys like that that will be 15 to 20 percent range in the captain somewhere up there at least you can still use them in the flex that's not it's not the point you need to fade them completely what we're saying is is if you what I'm saying is if you're fading those two for example and they're 15 percent each in the captain you've now only got to beat 70 percent of the field if you end up getting past those two so on a showdown slate where it's not like a main where you don't have hundreds of players to pick through for your player pool. It's a pool of like 30 to 40 guys that you can use. And most people aren't even using that many. So just to give an example where you can pick and choose your spots. And if you get it right, 
you can really get it to pay off as long as you're building accordingly. So moving on from there, just looking at some of the other stuff, we'll just go position by position quick. Both quarterbacks obviously in play. You go to the running backs, like I said, so you've got Akers, Henderson, and Singletary are going to pop the most. If you're going there, I like using some of them in captain. But like I said, you will have some opportunity to plug in some one-offs or some backups to get your lineups a little bit different. In this case, I think it would be James Cook for Buffalo, just in the sense that he actually catches passes. So instead of an Isaiah McKenzie, for example, who we'll talk about in a second at wide receiver, you might be able to get Cook little bit lower ownership. I don't think he's going to be sneaky. He'll have some, but at least you can get a guy that is lower owned than McKenzie. He can still pick up that pass catching role, something like that, that would take out a spot and be just a little bit different there. Uh, and then I mentioned Kyron Williams. Again, it would, it, it would depend more on like acres being held back. Some not being as healthy as he personally says, or an injury, but mixing guys in like that, I understand. I'd probably do it more with the pass catching spots. You go to wide receiver, all the regular names in play, Two things I will note, though. One, with Van Jefferson out, it's Atwell or Skournick. Wait and see. Uh, you know, other guys could get brought up from the practice squad. If you guys follow me on Twitter, at Toteg and Tambo, I'll tweet out if anything like that pops up. But if you look, another spot I like here where everyone's playing sort of McKenzie or that situation I just mentioned with Cook, where they're trying to use somebody that's different, but they're not really that different. They still have ownership at least a little bit with them. You could go to a different build, whereas instead of going high-low, because everyone's using Allen, Cup, the expensive guys, or low with the Atwells, the Skowernicks, the McKenzies, all those ones, Cook, you could go in the middle, and Jamison Crowder is a guy that could actually end up spelling McKenzie here. I think they're going to give McKenzie a shot in the slot, let him roll it out, but if it doesn't go as well as what you might think, or with that ownership associated with him, it doesn't work out in that case, there's going to be people out there that have Crowder lineups, and he's at 5K, so he changes your build entirely when you end up in that mid-tier. He's a guy I think you could get unique with on this slate. Another one at the tight end, just going to it. I mentioned it earlier about the, the backup tight ends and stuff like that, but Tommy Sweeney is right there. They let go of AJ of OJ Howard. They said, you know, we don't need you. So it doesn't mean Sweeney's a shoe-in or a lock or anything like that, and they just paid Dawson Knox big money today, actually. So huge, over $30 million guaranteed, big $56 million-plus extension. But if you're at the end of the game and you've got a bunch of lineups there that are ahead of you with Isaiah McKenzie and they need him, and you've got way less, it's you and a few of your friends as opposed to hundreds of your friends, or maybe you have a unique, who knows, with Tommy Sweeney in it, and you just need a touchdown at the end of the game, I would much rather be on the side of having him as the chance to win all the money versus get that McKenzie one to the house and split it with two, 300 people. Winning's winning, but I'm looking for the opportunity to get the most of my money. So just another example there, Bryson Hopkins, a potential backup on the other side with Van Jefferson out, as mentioned. And then lastly, just to focus on it quick, the kickers in the D. I don't think many are going to be playing the defenses to start there just because it, if you're playing Josh Allen at 15% or more in the captain and then probably 60 to 70% or more overall, including the flex spot, you do not have too many people that will be willing to put the defense in there against him. And then it only leaves very few lineups for the defense at all. So if you wanted to get unique and leverage up, you could do one of two things. One, use the defense for the Rams and just play them and, and ha you know, the Bills have a bad game or the Rams crush or whatever strategy or game flow you want to go with there. The other side of that is, though, is you could play the Rams D against Josh Allen. He, he's dual threat, so it will only cancel out some of his points for an interception or a pick six or something like that. 
for him, it won't crush him and he can get it right back on the ground. He can score a rushing TD. He can hit the bonuses through the air, like the situational stuff where he can hit a bonus through the air at 300 plus yards can cancel that back out. So I got no problem doing something like that. And then lastly, the kickers, just to say it on those, like again, the other D is in play as well, the bills, but just to go back to the kickers here, these two are both in play, both very good kickers, both have potential. It is the first game of the season where you could definitely see some letdown in the red zone, end zone, that sort of thing. So you could see more kickers. And then lastly with kickers, just a known strategy piece that you can use throughout the season. We'll talk more on other shows as the weeks go on here, but everyone's playing the Atwells, the McKenzie's, the Scournicks, the spots where they're just hoping and praying something happens with guys that actually happen to be, even with an injury, using the, the Rams guys, they're still like the fifth option, right? You still have Cup, you still have Robinson, you still have Higby, you still have Henderson and Akers and Stafford himself. So you're talking about a fifth, sixth, or seventh option in these backups just to be unique in your lineups. But at the same time, kickers get guaranteed opportunities if there's going to be scoring throughout the game, at least to have a shot. So while nothing's guaranteed, they would have better shots at potential scoring and points for that better floor. And in some cases, if we saw a letdown or miss last lack of opportunities or things like that, where you just can't get in close enough because of some early fatigue in the season, just starting it off, not being used to playing these games and, and that sort of thing. Obviously they have camp and whatnot, but you could see where these kickers end up really outscoring those value plays. And guess what? They're also in that mid-tier price range. They're 3,800 and 4K, not 1,800, 1,000, 2,800, like those cheaper options. So much like my earlier thoughts on Crowder, that works well with some of these kickers as well that you can plug in. So again, like I said, if you guys want more showdown content, you can follow me on Twitter at ToeTagandTambo, or you can go over to RumPureSports.com. That's where I do all my stuff, my other content that's not on Mayo Media Network and rumpuresports.com. Use the promo code NFL15 to get signed up. It's going up and the code's going away. Prices are going up. Code goes away after week one. So now is the time to check it out, but it's all sports, one price. You're not getting hit up in your email for a new price combo, anything like that. It's everything to do with football, basketball, baseball, MMA, NASCAR, you name it, golf, of course, all the stuff that I do over there for that premium content, free content, everything that you guys would possibly want. Check it out. Use that promo code NFL15. We also just did a free show today going more in depth on this slate where myself, Big T and JSU, all professional DFS players who play full time on top of doing the content went through and broke down the entire slate. It was about an hour and a half long. So if you guys want more content like this, you can check that out over on the Rumpier Sports YouTube channel. Of course, if you haven't yet here, hit that subscribe button at Mayo Media Network. We're going to be put your notifications on. Going to be bringing this show to you guys every single week. Let's flip. Let's go back here. So we got the two prize picks talked about already. Just to recap, Davis, Gabriel Davis, over 56 and a half receiving yards. Allen Robinson, over 57 and a half receiving yards. Pair those two together. If you're getting on as a new customer, you're going to get 5X because you can put Brady in there with them in the power play that pays 5 to 1. 100 bucks pays 500. If you're not a new customer, you just want to use these picks and get over there, it's still 3 to 1. So I love that for tomorrow night. When it comes to the main slate, let's go back to this now and talk a little bit. Like I said, if you guys aren't privy to it already, myself and Mayo are going to be doing a live show in his studio every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. You'll catch the show free on this channel. You have to be a subscriber to get your good your questions in there. Good questions only, I was going to say, as you probably know if you follow this content. So make sure you're doing that. 
Be there for that show because that's the thing. Right now, we're watching a lot of injuries. We're watching sort of the depth chart play out. We have to wait and see. Like Alan Lazard for Green Bay is a big talking point for this week. And then it's going to be Dabbs or it's going to be Watson behind him if he is out. So a lot of that stuff, hopefully we have more clarification by Friday afternoon when, when Mayo and I are doing the show. But that's something you're going to want to check out. I'm going to tease that every week so you guys know just to make sure you're on top of it because that's the show you don't want to miss. Everyone loved it when we did it for the PGA season. You'll be able to get your questions in there. We're going to break down the entire slate. We'll also have better ownership projections. We'll have better ideas of where people are going with their stacks. What defenses are people playing? What Who should you play? Who should you avoid? And then the biggest thing for me, if you guys don't know this about me, is I absolutely love, it's my main passion in talking about strategy, setting up roster construction, being different than the field, going a level beyond what everyone else thinks is the sneaky level. So we're going to be digging into all that stuff, trying to find that out, do it at Run Pure Sports as well. I did have a spot though that I wanted to talk about for the main slate. We're not going to Go into it too heavy on these shows each week. Want to keep these fast and furious. Get you the details that you need. Get in, get out. And then, of course, you can hit me up if you guys have any questions on Twitter, at Totag and Tambo. But I will say this for the main slate. The Minnesota-Green Bay game is pretty interesting. It's a spot where it's going to be talked about enough leading up because of the Lazard news. So there is going to be some, some talk around that area. I think people are going to talk about Aaron Jones because if everyone's going to play a backup receiver there, or even if they play, if Lazard plays and they want to risk him, maybe that's going to be the case there. But the point would be, I don't think as many are going to go on the other side of the ball. We'll see how it shakes out. As of right now, I don't see it as popular. I'm looking early right now, and it looks like Cousins might be somewhere in that 5 to 8% range. It could continue to rise, but I think it would be interesting to take what you know of that wide receiver on that side, whoever it ends up being, if Lazard's in out, we'll figure that out on Friday, but then going with like a Cousins, Jefferson, Thielen, or a Cousins, Thielen, Irv Smith, who's a cheaper tight end that you could plug in when many may want to pay up this week for guys that are in better spots. We'll wait on the Ertz news in that big Kansas City, Arizona game, but the point would be, I like this game for a little bit of a game stack. You can go back and forth with it. You can take some of the the spots where people are playing a play that makes sense, like whoever the backup wide receiver is for Green Bay, if Lazard is out, that makes sense that it becomes popular. But do people take it to the next level and then decide to stack Minnesota and use that as the run back, as opposed to just using that as a value play in cash games or as a quote-unquote free square in tournaments? I don't know. We'll find that out when we get to Friday. We'll have a little bit more information on it, but I do like that. And with that said... I want to give you guys another prize pick. I don't know how aggressive you want to get piling more onto this one that we've already given you, but if you want to go in right now, Adam Thielen, over 49 and a half receiving yards. I know it's another over. That's what I'm doing for this week. You will see unders throughout the season. I usually like unders on running backs. If I had a lean this week to give you guys one more, it would be Jonathan Taylor. He's at 98 and a half right now. Again, it's Jonathan Taylor. It's scary. He can get 200 in the game. You can have 100 in the first quarter, but... If you can just hope that the game goes a little bit different, maybe they can establish Pierce. They're playing the Texans. Have Pierce on the other side. Establish him a little bit. His over is 49 and a half. Maybe it ends up being him that has a bit better game, slows it down a little bit in the pace, and then Taylor goes under. I like that. But for Thielen, I like the over. I know there's other guys there, but they usually, this is Cousins, has a very condensed target tree. It doesn't really matter who's available. The KJ Osborne's, the Irv Smith's and that. Those are good for stacking on DraftKings. But if you're just talking a guy that he trusts and a guy that he can utilize in any given possession control type setup, I think it's a good way to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field is to just sort of get those 10-yard chunk plays to a guy like Thielen. And he can rack those up. 
throughout the game. And we could see him break over 49 and a half pretty quickly. Uh, you know, always have more faith in Jefferson for floor and upside, but you pay for that in the prop number and you pay for it on DraftKings as well. So go with Adam Thielen over 49 and a half. That's three props. If you're a new customer, again, go to pricepix.com, use promo code MMN. That's going to get you the ability to get the Brady over five, over 0.5 passing yards. It's just the automatic lock you can plug in. So do that if you guys haven't already. That's going to do it for this week, guys. We'll see how it goes in the future weeks. Try and keep it fast and furious for you. Give you as much information as we possibly can. And then on top of it, like I said, if you want more, there's going to be more. We've got the Friday show coming up. I've got the stuff over at Rum Pure Sports. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Totag and Tambo. Each week, we'll go through these segments like this. Let me know in the comments what you like, what you don't like. If there's anything you would like to see added for future shows, I'm all about innovation, trying to make it better. Appreciate your time. That's going to do it for this week, guys. For, for me, Toe Tag and Tambo, we'll see you next time.